right, check it out. What's up, everybody? Hey, folks, it's the Herald and Modcast on the HMC, and this is Now Playing Reviews, and we've got John Wick Chapter 2. John Wick Tugas, Mr. Comet Boogus. Yeah, Keanu Reeves at uh, his latest finest. Latest finest? Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice, very uh, well-worded... <laughs> way of putting that uh this is the sequel to the 2015 or 14 film 14. i guess it was yeah it's got to be um, the original uh john wick uh directed by chad stahelski who was canary's stunt coordinator for years for years worked on a million films with him including the matrix and constantine yeah and uh written by and the story is originated from a writer named derek Kolstad, and this is basically his first big, you know, feature film credit. And they came back for the sequel because these guys have a winning formula, and it's uh, produced again by Basil I- Iwanek. I can't get these names right. Iwanek and uh, Erica Lee. Uh, Basil did The Town, Expendables, oh. um, with uh, Erica Lee as well. Um, she didn't do Expendables, but she worked on uh, Sicario and John Wick with him. Wow. And Basil is doing the new Robin Hood starring Jamie Foxx. Uh, Jamie Foxx? Egerton and Jamie Donan. Yeah. Is Jamie Foxx Robin Hood? No. <laughs> He's freaking Friar Tuck. Jamie Foxx? Yeah. And, and d- you know... Aren't they doing two Robin Hoods? Probably. Like, There's always two of everything when they do that. But Egger, what's his name? Taron Taron Egerton, the guy from Kingshead. I mean, oh yeah, the Kings, Kingsman. Kingsman. He's uh, Robin Hood, and Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades of Grey uh, franchise is uh, Will Scarlet. Oh, the evil brother. They bill it as a grittier <clears throat> version. I mean, haven't we already been? Seeing the grittier versions, they've tried to do this a million times. I still like the Kevin Costner version. Yeah, and it's not gritty. We just watched it again recently. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, anyways, John Wick 2 is John amazing. Wick. It stars Ooh. Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane. All the regulars are back. John Le- Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. New coming, uh, newcomers to the film are Lawrence Fishburne, Common. Ruby Rose, who was most recently in Resident Evil Final Chapter. Yeah. And Ricardo Scamarchio, who's an Italian actor. Scamarchio. Scamarchio, who's freaking awesome as the bad guy. Yeah, he's great, man. This movie's great. It picks up pretty much right where the last one left off, like the same night even. And uh, it's basically John Wick sort of settling the last debts with the, the sort of Russian mob and Peter Stromer plays the brother of uh, the lead, the bad guy of the last movie. Yeah. And basically it's, yeah, the whole opening sequence is basically Keanu closing that chapter. Getting his car back. Getting his car back because he wanted his dog in his car. Yeah. And he does that in tremendous fashion. Definitely highfalutin, high, high octane fashion. Yeah. This movie just doesn't let up the whole time. No. It's a fantastic uh, action franchise, probably the best in the last 25 years. Easily, yeah. It's incredible. Uh, the movie, I absolutely loved it. It was not too much in the story, but it was a good enough story to keep yep. us through. It's simple. It's very it's simple. simple. Both films are very simple filmmaking formula. Yeah. But the execution of 
And the choreography of the action and the stunts are impeccable. Maybe the best we've seen since like Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee. It's that level. It is that level. higher level level than Bourne by far. By far. And just like all the other Fast and Furious stuff with the cars and things. Like it's equal to that. Uh, it's uh, it's way better than the Expendables. I'm just trying to think of other movies. Well, it's even it's even better than the fight sequences in the Nolan Batman or the Matrix. Or it is. I yeah, mean, just the is. choreography really of the fighting and like Keanu Reeves. Oh my God, 51 years old. He looks incredible. Yeah, and he handles these weapons and fights like just like could like believe a specialist. You got like you said because he can't just look. He's not like Kevin Bacon in that movie where he tries to fight his son. He's not like some guy who gets a gun. He's like the most lethal, most feared hitman. So he has to look that way. He yeah. has to look that way in the way he handles his weapons and the way he loads them and like cleans them and uses them. There's actually this really cool uh, video online of Keanu Reeves at a gun range mm. and he has like the AR-15 and then he has like probably Sig Sauer pistol and then he has a shotgun and he's going through the range and hitting all the different targets and doing like tactical yeah. movements. And we should post that because it shows like he did some very for real training yeah with this. like it's in it shows because you buy it the whole time you do yep it's quite impressive really it, you gotta hand it to them that's when like you start to wonder why they don't have a stuntman category at the oscars and stuff like that yeah they never do and they never will because it's just not like it's too like behind the scenes not Glamorous. They have it at the SAG Awards. Good for them. Yeah, you know? they do, right? But yeah, but yep. uh, they still don't have it for the Oscars, and they should because these guys fucking risk, risk like life and limb, and they're they don't have any of the glamour, right? You know, and they still do all the dirty work, and then they don't get the same recognition. Not that a lot of them want it. You know, my sister's talked to a lot of stuntmen on her sets, and she says a lot of them like it because they don't have to worry right. about it, and they work forever. You know, very true. But they, sh- you know, it's still they should be honored in certain ways because it's quite an, uh, you know, the backgrounds of these guys. They usually have a martial arts background yep. and an, an extreme sports background. Yeah, they kind of have to be able to do everything and take a hit and take a fall and shoot a gun and right. punch a face, and it's like insane. You know. <laughs> Well, the ingredients for this film just all work perfectly together. Keanu, uh, the director, the writer, the the production team, everything it, yeah. it works. And so the it's art a, direction. the art direction. It's a, and the score. The score once it's again awesome. is really like it's like the heart pumping heart behind it all. You know, yeah. it's really great. Um, one of the thi- so the, it's it's a simple story. He's he's once again thrown back into the life because uh, bad guy uh, Ricardo Samarchio, um he wants a seat at the table of the big assassin group. Well, I his, guess. Well, his dad had the seat, right? And he's his dad died, and his dad left the seat to his sister. So he wants John Wick to kill his sister, and so he can have this then have the seat. And John Wick essentially has to do it because he has what he's called what is called a marker mm-hmm. that he call is calling in. It's like a blood oath. It's a literal like metal marker chit, and you open it up, and there's like a bloody fingerprint on the inside. Yeah. And so it's, it's something you have to honor. It's part of like the rules and codes of the sort of, of underground world. assassin yeah. world, which keeps expanding, which is a really cool element of this storyline. Well, and I mean, we were talking about this, and I was saying that literally they've created almost like their own Harry Potter universe with the assassin's universe here. Yeah, the hotels, and they're all over the world, and all the 
underground communications and all the you know that and that whole sort of um operators uh Old school, like the 1940s operators taking the calls for the assassin. Yeah, yeah. the hits. And putting in the hits and doing all the paperwork and all the filing. And they all look like freaking suicide girls, but they're all sort of middle-aged also. And they have tattoos. But they also look like they're from the 30s and 40s. Right, it's really funny. And they have the old style glasses and the old style blouses. And then they also have like sailor tattoos. Yeah, it's really, but it's... It's all stylized, hyper stylized. Lawrence Fishburne's character is basically the boss of the homeless assassins franchise because they're all sort of underground. All of them are basically panhandlers. Like disguised. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an assassin's ring and you go underneath the subways and everything to get to where he is. Well, and and they're all dressed like homeless people. Yeah. But they're not. They have like these high-powered weapons and they're all skilled assassins. Yep. And Lawrence Fishburne is basically like the Rat King who who, like runs it all and they all look like he has carrier pigeons where he puts (laughs) little SIM cards on the carrier pigeons for their jobs. it's shit. crazy it's what really they've neat. done. It's yeah. fucking cool, man. And so John Wick has to like go to Rome from New York so we get some really cool action in Rome. Yep. And we meet the uh the the guy who's basically the Ian McShane of the the Rome Hotel. Right. And it's the original actor who played Django. I forget his name. Uh the original Django. He's an Italian actor. Yeah. We should get his name. But uh he's he he has the cameo as like the Ian McShane right. sort of boss of the uh, Rome Hotel. And he he literally says he's like I have one question: Are you here to kill the Pope? <laughs> and then John Wick is like, no. He's like, well, welcome. Have a wonderful stay. Yeah, yeah. And they sort of uh, dive more into the uh, sort of the uh, resources of the hotels because they have that sort of weapons sommelier. Yeah, really cool. Who's scene. that guy who now plays the Tick? Yeah, and he's also I can't. He's also in the the spy movie. With Melissa McCarthy, yeah. spy. He plays like the Italian... Uh, British guy. Uh, yeah. So you don't know if he's Italian or British. I think he's actually he's British. He's actually British, right? Yeah. And uh, so he's in it and he he does a good job just in a small part and he gets fitted for these suits that also have like t- the, like ballistic tactical lining Which in the suits. so cool. So cool. And then he, then he also has this like old historic like map expert who shows him the ins and outs. Of oh yeah, that was so cool. So cool, man. And so he has to do this job on the guy's sister and then, you know, his his card, uh, whatever called, his marker will be, you know, honored, honored yeah. and null and void. And I mean, the whole sequence of him getting to the sister is pretty impressive as it is. He has um, to go through the catacombs. Cause yeah. It's an old family home from hundreds of years. So it's underneath these Italian catacombs. And she's and, got this like boudoir in the catacombs. And this, well, it's like, above the catacombs. Yeah. But it, it's very cool, you know. And there's like a rave party going on yeah. simultaneously. <laughs> Which is her coronation, they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. Of her accepting the new seat, right. Amongst the uh, the Rome, there's like the Italian family and the whatever you know uh, Japanese family, like all these different houses right. of assassins of different areas of the world, which is pretty cool, also. Right. And so John Wick has to go and single handedly take her out, and he has he's in the catacombs, sort of stashing different weapons, his his shotgun, he has a Benelli shotgun and an AR-15, and he's got these really cool like modded pistols and stuff, and, right. Uh, he's got some explosives 
and he makes his way into the whatever her little like yeah, boudoir area and uh she's about to get into a bath and he just sort of sneaks up on her and they have Well no really no no, cool no. They, she isn't getting into the bath yet. She goes into it once she realizes he's there to kill her and she basically takes herself out of the picture. And it's very dramatic. She takes her hairpin out. But it's a knife. Slits her yeah, she slits her wrist and then she gets into the bath and it's like all red. In and he shoots back. her in the head, though, yeah, still. Yeah, because he has to make he, it, you know, he has, he has to, to be, fulfill the contract. Yeah, so he still shoots her in her head. And Common is uh, her personal security. Right. And as John Wick's leaving, he bumps into Common, and Common knows him right away. And he's like, are you working? And he says, yes. And he's like, did you have a good night? And he's like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> they have their own language. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's really cool, man. It's really clever. Yeah. The world building that they do in this movie really expands on the original yep. and adds more and you buy it. Like sometimes if they add too much, it, it gets a little silly or sort of like harder to believe. Right. But right. In this case, it's really uh, sort of toes the line Yep, and it doesn't go over the top. And the action sequences again are really creative and the settings are really clever. Like there's a whole underground catacombs uh, scene cause you know, I don't know if we should do spoilers or not. Nah, no spoilers. So there's an underground catacomb sequence, and it, that's when John Wick luckily has his weapon stashed. Yeah. Because, man, once he gets that shotgun and starts taking guys out with that shotgun, it is quite the fucking sight. Oh, man. it's incredible. Yeah, the it's, way, it's so fast moving, the, and, and also just the choreography of it is... It's so well. You make, yeah. It makes you wonder how many takes they had to do because they have to make it look so precise. Like yep. he doesn't miss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so he's doing... Another thing I really liked, it's a lot like the movie Equilibrium where they had this thing called Gun Fu where it's sort of like pistol martial arts and they basically do oh, that right. in this because Mar- equilibrium was sort of like a future dystopic future movie with christian bale and tate diggs and the bruce yep and uh that movie they would fight and shoot the guns at the same time doing you know hand-to-hand combat right you know and so there's a lot of that in john wick one and two but especially in two where it's mostly pistol play at least for him and so much of it is incorporating jujitsu with like headshots and knee shots and yeah gut 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 shots double tapping fighting blocking shooting punching blocking hitting tap tap like it's it's incredible to watch to incorporate the weapons into the fighting that way where it's not just standing at uh uh, behind a barrel shooting right 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 yeah it's fucking really savvy i'd watch it again like there's so much to take in see it again yeah I'd really like to see a behind the scenes of it too, because like you said, it'd be really fascinating to find out how many takes they had to do. And uh, we've got, we've actually got a bunch of videos up on our site, HMC, the HMC network.com that have behind the scenes conversations with Keanu and the other cast members, um, which is really interesting. He talks about John Wick, the man versus John Wick, the assassin. And they really Mm -hmm. do explore that in this film kind of, you know, because he goes back to his house where he had lived with his wife, which ultimately doesn't last. The house doesn't last long in this movie. No. And, uh, he wants out. He thought he could get out, but it's like, you can't get out, come back in and and then get out out again, untouched, you know? And that's what they kind of keep telling him and uh yep. so i mean clearly there's gonna it, it is left in a way that there will clearly be a third <laughs> oh yeah there'll be a third for sure yeah like the way it's left I, they'd almost pick it up right where it left off like yeah i'm how sure that's what they'll do with yeah this movie like they'll probably just start it boom from where they left it because 
as an audience, as a viewer, I'd want to see that. Yeah. I don't want them to flash forward too far because it's left like literally hanging cliffhanger. I like, didn't love the way they left it. To no, be honest. I, I thought there'd be more closure, and I didn't. I didn't really like. I kind of want to talk about it, but we don't want to talk about yeah, it too much. Yeah, it's kind of left him against the world, and you, there's a lot of alliances he builds up in the first, and then carries on to the second film, and you know. I mean, but it's a world of assassins, you know? So, I mean, they have this sort of polite professionalism, but it's still a world of assassins. So he is kind of on his own as it is, but, and clearly that's their point that they're making, but, um, well, he kind of like sacrifices some stuff just to like sort of finish the job. And, you know, you wonder as a character, would he have done that? I guess he would have, like, I guess he would have, because he definitely sacrifices a lot just to get, his revenge and then they say like you're just obsessed with the revenge like are you really even in this you know he's not in it for the money anymore like he's just in it he's in yeah it. It's like, are you just obsessed with the killing or well the- he's still a sad lonely widower don't forget yeah. you know and he he's he got a new dog yeah because yeah, his first dog was killed in the first film and yep. uh he's but he's still sort of a sad guy yeah it's sort of a sad case because he it becomes clearer especially by the end that he is uh, against the world. Yeah. And he does say at the end, he's like, you tell them anyone coming after me, I'll kill them. I'll kill them all. Yeah. I'll kill every, I'll kill them all. And he, God, he must've killed. That's another thing you want to do like a kill count. <laughs> <laughs> like someone online should do a video. Cause it's gotta be a hundred, a hundred plus people like different. Cause they throw people at him. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, that the catacomb scene. And then the scene in the museum and the scene in that art, exhibit with all the mirrors which sort of mirrored was no the pun J- intended. james bond kind of no stuff. it was like a i mean they it was enter the dragon man it, it was wasn't like, yeah it did look like enter the dragon but it also looked like the man with the golden gun yeah very much so. i think they got that from enter the dragon i mean a lot yeah. of movies have done that sort of house of mirrors thing where you don't know where the guys are because yep. they're surrounded by mirrors but this was a really savvy take on it it definitely mirrored that yeah no pun intended uh it was fucking brilliant yeah, yeah. And then, then there's a whole sequence where uh, the Italian guy puts a hit out on John Wick through the fucking hotels, like through the collective, and uh, he then he has to like start fighting these assassins all over the all over New York. Yeah, it's a whole other sequence, you know. So it, I, I gotta say, I'd give this movie like nine out of ten easily. Yeah, it's probably the best movie I've seen all year so far. It's only February, but I feel like this will stand up to the summer movies and shit. You know, absolutely. This is a solid film. It's all action it's a fun film to watch it's executed well it's all action but it's also very good acting yeah it is good acting you know a lot of times you're like well you know i'll sacrifice the acting for the the good action but you don't you don't have to say that for this movie no unlike a lot of action films you know the beloved ones of the 90s and 80s which were bad acting but great action right this is a good film this has great acting great action it's a good story that's simple but moves along and you're into it. You believe in the characters. You're behind John Wick. Yeah, and, you want to uh, see him succeed. You, you're on board the whole time, I yeah. was at least. And there was a lot of moments where you're like, fuck, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, god damn, like, this doesn't let up. Like, it was intense, man. Yeah, it was. You're really like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, how is he still alive? I know. And how is he still kicking ass, man? Because he takes a fucking beating, too. But you believe it. Yeah, you do. You totally do. You believe it. Because, you know, he has the fucking, like, bulletproof suit 
Yeah. And he, you know, and he does take a fucking beating, but you buy that he's still standing. And well, he's because still... he sells it. I mean, there are films where you see people not taking a beating or whatever, and you're like, what? Come on. Yeah, some Bruce Willis movies are like that. And then there's movies like Steven Seagal where he never gets hit by anybody. Yeah. And he fights like 10 guys. Yeah. And no, no one hits him. <laughs> and that's all his movie. If you go back and watch Steven Seagal's movies, he doesn't take a single hit ever it's almost like a contractual thing like right. no one is allowed to hit me and so it's cool to watch steven seagal execute some of those moves in the older movies yeah but like to see this like he john wick really gets his fucking hands dirty mm-hmm. you know what i mean he's not just like watch how slick i am you know like yeah he's slick as fuck like he's arguably equal to or greater than all of those old action stars and Keanu Reeves yes. was never really known as a martial artist or anything, but he... Well, he Matrix, he became one, you he, know? Yeah, he became one in the Matrix, and then I think he... he Well, he did. There's pictures of him uh, doing jiu-jitsu and stuff, and study, he studied like three different martial arts. He'd have to. Yeah. Just to get the move, even if he's not like an active martial artist, just to get the moves down and the choreography. Yeah. Because you know all of those stunt guys are like serious martial artists. They must be. They must be. But this is, I mean, and really, Bourne is credited with this, and to a lesser extent, the Taken films, but they're not as good as the Bournes. But the 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 era of the action star being also a good actor, mm-hmm. you know, was ushered in in the Bourne era, and this yeah. kind of continues that. And I mean, Keanu Reeves is arguably one of the best actors in an action franchise, you know. Um, other well, yeah, than Matt Damon, he was you never know? really uh, like thought of as a good actor, though. Yeah. No, I, is, I know he, he does now, get that like, bad rap as, and and you know people love to kind of hate on him, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's uh, just in these two movies and in some of his other work. You know, he was good in the Matrix. He was great in the Matrix. Yeah, at least the first one. I don't really like the other two, but. Yeah, like, I don't know. He's had solid performances. He just can't do a British accent, you know? No, but he's had a very interesting career. He's done a lot of different things. So. And he's been around for 30 years. Yeah. So you got to give it up to the guy. Well, and those who hate on him for acting, go watch My Own Private Idaho. Yeah, it's a good uh, movie. You'll change your mind. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's intense. It's a lot different than John Wick. Don't go see that and thinking you're going to see John Wick, you know, the prequel or something. No, you will not. Uh, so I agree. I'd give it a nine as well. Yeah, man. John Wick too. Go see it for sure. See it in theaters. Do yourself a favor. Have a good time at the theater. Yeah. And go to our website, the com, and you can check out some behind the scene videos from John Wick too. Yeah. Do that too. All right. So we'll be back with more reviews and more TV weekly rap recaps and reviews as well. All right, jerks. See you, jerks. Ha, 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 ha,